My biggest fear would be when the first comes and I don't get the rent. I found that my tenant had dumped concrete down my toilet. Can you believe Fair Housing fined me $5,000 for that? How do you onboard your tenants? What do you do? I don't even know if I do it right. If you're a landlord, don't just rent, rent perfect. The Rent Perfect Podcast with property expert and private investigator, David Pickron. Well, excited to have the Denny Dobbins, the Denny Dobbins back, um, our in-house uh, attorney here. Uh, we'd love to have him on the podcast. Uh, Denny, we appreciate uh, having you because I know I turn to you on a lot of this crazy issues that goes on around the U.S. I know we have clients that come in, call in and say, hey, we're doing this or that, and we kind of go research and, and just kind of try to stay up on everything. It used to be a lot easier when we were just following the FCRA, but now we've got every little city, every little county just thrown in there. Everybody wants in on it. And, you know, there's uh, another federal agency today that, uh, that is kind of weighing in this, this uh, year that uh, kind of affects our adverse action letters. Now that's the letter that we're supposed to give when we decide we are not going to offer (coughs) our rental to the people that are applying. So we want to just kind of talk about that. It's a really important process. It can get you in trouble, but it doesn't have to be difficult. Um, and Rent Perfect certainly makes it very, very easy. So Denny, how are you doing today? Are you ready to talk about adverse action? I like adverse action stuff. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it is my least favorite thing to do as I'm onboarding an applicant to, to give them my criteria. You know, I hope they read it and they think, oh, if I can't pass this, I'm not even going to apply. But they say, okay, yeah, no, no, that's no problem. And they apply. And then I find something that uh, scares me a little bit and, uh, and, and makes me realize that this is not going to be the best business partner for me. And then once I make that choice, I have to give them an adverse action. I mean, the, the sad thing is it's a regulation, but it's a common sense thing. It, it's not a big deal. And uh, all landlords can can manage this easily and comply with it very easily. So before we get into this Consumer Financial uh, Protection Bureau kind of mindset, let's just go over basic rules of adverse action letter for those who maybe be new and not know. Um, the adverse action letter has to be given in writing. Uh, A phone call, a text will not work with this uh, regulation. Um, So it looks something like it gives you the ability to say, hey, the decision was based whole in part of a credit bureau. Your application contains insufficient rental history. Your previous rental history record does not meet the basic requirements. Your application contains insufficient employment history. Um, You have poor credit uh don't meet our our criteria on credit uh this decision was based whole and part of information attained from records from records reported by a court and it just kind of gives you a list that you can check off and um to let them know what was the reason that they didn't you know uh, you know be accepted at your place so that's just a basic adverse action letter now what's important denny is they get this a summary of your rights under the Fair Credit Reporting Act. I mean, that's really the key to an adverse action letter. Right, because if there's something that's inaccurate in the letter, then they have a right to dispute it. But with the new rules, with the new guidelines, it's it's still really easy. So all of those boxes that you can check off, Yes. the key word is specific now. Specific. 
Specific right. reasons. Right. So, um, okay, so on, so the whole concept of why did we even come up with having to do an adverse action letter? What was happening out in, you know, the market where the government came and said, wait, 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 people aren't being treated fairly? Well, the bottom line is credit bureaus around the United States, and, and a lot of people don't understand credit bureau. That's a really wide-range word or phrase. Um, like we, we think of Experian and Equifax and right. TransUnion, but they're – there's us. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, that's actually a credit bureau. Right. And so what happened was these credit bureaus would just blow people off and not take care of them. Right. They had a serious issue. They couldn't get somebody. And when they did get got someone on the phone, they tried to talk to them and they wouldn't take care of their issues. And so that's always where the law comes from. Right. So so they would say, hey, uh, I, I'm not picking you to move into my rental. And that's it. Click. Well, no. Well, why not? Yeah, wait a minute, I've got great scores. I got good. Why didn't I apply? Well, if you didn't pick me, it must be some discriminatory exactly. reason. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So this all comes out of fair housing and them saying, hey, we want to treat everybody fairly. And this is kind of the, the trail to prove that you're treating everybody fairly. It actually, um, it actually helps a landlord to have this because you can now say, hey, this is not discrimination. I'm, I don't care about your race, your color, your creed, your disability. You just don't qualify under this basic principle. Right. But in order for an adverse action to be effective, you've got to have a good criteria or you're not going to know where they failed your criteria in right. your adverse action letter. So it's important if you don't know about criteria, go back and watch a couple episodes on criteria on the podcast because that's just as important. Yeah, your criteria itself could be discriminatory. Yeah. You have to be careful. Absolutely. So um, anyway, so we have a new Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the CFPB. Am I saying that right? Yeah. The CFPB. I mean, it's like I can't say that 10 times sounds, in a row. Sounds right? like the old Consumer Russian. Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. The Russian state. You know, we yeah. always worry about fair housing, but these guys came out and they said, okay, um, these general kind of disclaimers of why you're denying someone are no longer acceptable. We're not going to say... Yeah, you have poor credit. Right. Right. And it's really based on using a FICO score or a credit score or an algorithm that tells us somebody's 600 and we say, oh, you had to be 601 to or, move in Or an there. approved or denied. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So some kind of, you know, algorithm to prove to get you to approved, conditional, or denied. So now what do we have to do? Now let's say you have poor credit. Okay. Specifically state what is poor about my credit. So you're going to state in, in the actual adverse action letter, you're going to say, you have poor credit. This is the specific reason under poor credit. And that is you didn't pay your car payments on this day, this day, and this day, uh, you're 90 days past due, etc., etc. Et whatever the reasons are, the specific reasons are right. easy to put in. No, it is, but it's, 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 you know, we've seen this before in fair housing where they say, treat everybody the same and then they want us to go specific on on each person you know and when when we got kind of a, a scoring system we felt like a scoring system treated everybody the same a scoring system can't see what color your skin is doesn't know what religion you are doesn't know if you're married or signal single it looks at your credit and gives a score and so a lot of landlords, you know, back in the day, Danny, I'd get calls, how do I read a credit bureau? We had things up on our website. How do you read a credit bureau? What does this mean? What does that mean? Now, today, we've almost gone to the 
position that we think fair housing wants us to take, get a score, have a computer generate, no bias, give a score, and go with that score. But now these guys are coming out and saying, yeah, we don't really know that we trust the algorithms. So now we want a human being to go back and specifically analyze credit bureaus. So the reality is we're all going to have to get to know how to read credit bureaus again. And you know what? I think it's fair. I think it's fair that tenants should have the right to know why. What's the specific reason in my credit why I didn't uh, qualify? And so what it really says is that, you know how we do criteria for, mm -hmm. for everything. It just now says that landlords have to have a criteria for their credit. That's all. Right. They're just trying to say, okay, wh well, what's bad enough? Okay, we know that it's a, a 550. You can't, that you got to be at least 550, FICO right. square. Right. So now you're, you're going to say, okay, you've got poor credit. In the rent perfect system, it's going to say, give us a specific reason of poor credit. We cannot say, because your FICO score was 525, that's, that's out the door now. We now have to say, because you have a rental collection, because you have un too many unpaid loans, um, we have to give a specific reason to do that now. And even there, if we said too many unpaid loans, we'd have to say you have these unpaid loans. <laughs> you know, we can't gonna, even be that. We're general, gonna have to get huh? some specific. Yeah, you missed your January and February car payment. There you go. <laughs> we want okay. you want to be specific enough. I think what the government is trying to say, it's kind of like in landlord tenant law with notice provisions. Okay, you've got to be specific enough in the notice so that the tenant knows what it is you're talking about. And right. so it's the same here with the adverse action letter. Be specific enough so that there's no misunderstanding, no miscommunication. And if a judge, you always think about, well, what, a judge, what would a judge think about this if the judge looked at it? And the judge would go, well, you missed this car payment. You have this eviction. You have this. You have this. Whatever right. it is, right. the judge will say, uh, that's pretty specific. Right, yeah. right. Okay, so let's get specific on our credit bureaus, and if you um, need to read those and you need some help, we're now going to use scoring as just a general idea of where someone's at on their credit, but if we do decide to deny them or decline them rentals, we are going to need to specifically state a reason. Give us a call at Rent Perfect if you need any help. Uh, we're always here to answer the phone. We'll always look at that with you, and we'll tell you if it's a, a 475, a 525. We'll look at the details of the bureau, and we'll tell you why and help you come up with that specific reason. I think it's going to be fairly easy for you to do. The bureaus are pretty easy to read nowadays, and uh, so uh, I hear some people panicking over this. I don't think this is a panic moment. I, I mean, I we, we've I got some other things to worry about. Yeah, I don't think this is a big deal. It's just, it's just looking yeah. at your credit report and making sure you understand what the specific reason is in that credit report that causes that bad absolutely score yeah so keep in mind the main reasons you're going to get hit with a fair housing complaint is a criteria and an adverse action so make sure you have both and they both align so you protect yourself anything else to add wise attorney almighty all-knowing oh i wish um <laughs> but uh no it's uh I wouldn't worry about it as a, as a landlord. This is easy stuff, and you'll be just fine. Okay, and the Rent Perfect system will guide you through and do this for you if you're using red Rent Perfect adverse action letters. We appreciate you joining us today, and until next time, continue to rent perfect.